and welcome to episode 67 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 6th of May, 2018. I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. Bonjour, senor. Good morning. Good, good morning, Terry. Good early morning, Darren. It is half past eight on a Sunday morning, it is. in the middle of a bank holiday. Right? Yeah. But there's no better time to record the podcast than now. Well, no, it's it's actually nice outside. Yeah. So, I'm thinking we get it done out of the way, then you can go and enjoy the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Translated judge is going to sit there and close the curtains. No, not necessarily. I've I've been enjoying uh, the sun. I was out yesterday in it. I was out when it was getting a bit nicer uh, towards the end of the week. I went to Leeds down uh, yesterday because the free comic book day. Okay. It's free comic book day, so I went to go get comic books, and it was a it was a decent trip out. It was more than just comic books. Um. Yeah, it was good. Uh, they we didn't realize as we were walking through. Um, have been to Leeds since Trinity Centre got built? No, I haven't been to Leeds in about twenty years. Right. Okay. Um, they got this fancy Trinity Centre shopping centre sort of thing. Mm. I was walking past and it looked like there was this little gig thing going on. Okay. And uh, yeah, we just kind of walked in. Just had free live music going on. No, oh, sweet. no, ex- no explanation as to why. So we just stood there for about. 45 minutes to an hour just listening to some live music and yeah it wasn't bad actually um just considering we just kind of walked and like stumbled on it so yeah it wasn't too bad yeah and then we went did the comic book thing and and picked up a shit ton of free comics which you can never really complain about to be honest with you no not at all the comic books in the free i picked up some paid ones as well uh marvel seemed to be uh rebooting pretty much everything at the moment so uh yeah so I picked up some of those. Uh, that was actually my plan. Is is uh, once we've done this, I was I was gonna go away and read some comic books this afternoon, which will make a nice change of pace. Fantastic. What about yourself? What what has thou been up to? I'm coming to the end of a week off. Ah, yes, you were. Yeah, I've had a very relaxing week off, and it's been lovely. Um, I've had very little to do. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll discuss later on, but. Caught with some video games, uh, some TV, uh, been out, done some running and stuff. So it's all good. Um, but one thing we did right at the beginning, and it's something Christine has been trying to convince me to do for a couple of years now. In in Nottingham, and I think there's one in Leeds as well, there's um, something called a Kitty Cafe. Mm. Where it's essentially a cafe. Um, you pick an hour slot and you're going to have some food and you're going to have a, a drink. But you pay for the privilege to have cats around your ankles. This this whole concept baffles me. So, it, so <laughs> the bizarre thing is, so I mean, I, I think we had our thing at like one o'clock in the afternoon. So we just spent the morning with the cats around his ankles, and uh, we we picked them up and put them to one side, and and got on the bus and went all the way to Nottingham to go and eat food with other cats around our ankles, and paid six quid a head for the privilege. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah it was it was quite bizarre um and the thing is and i don't want to, i don't want to sound horrible but you know the stereotypical cat people uh-huh, uh-huh. the place was full of them yeah awesome so many people taking pictures of these cats and it's just like it, it it's a cat yeah we've got two at home <laughs> do, you, do you want to borrow them <laughs> yeah he's, um, he's having a bit cool yeah um so yeah i don't know i don't know it's uh it's something that we've now done, and I hope I'm never asked to do it again. 
So yeah, I think it'd be fine if you, for whatever reason, you can't have cats at home and you're a fan of cats. Sure. Um, then that would probably be okay. Um, but I don't know, it's, it's kind of a unique experience. Um, not something I'd want to do often. Well, in, in fact, I do it often because I've got two at home. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 one of those where, in fact, we did actually pass it yesterday, because uh, oh, you, you've, okay. you've got to pass it to go to one of the comic book shops. So it was like all these people just kind of marveling, just literally like a crowd just around this building, like with people like up in the faces, like looking into the windows and like, oh, I wonder what's going on in there. It, it tells you it's a kitty cafe. Yeah. It's a cafe with cats. That's it. <laughs> Funny, you know. Um, so th- this one is literally next door to a Forbidden Planet. So we were in Forbidden Planet having a look around. Oh, fantastic. There you go, you yeah, see. So. Mm, comic books and cats. Um, I mean, I've been into Forbidden Planet before and they've had dogs in there. Mm, true. But yeah, unique experience. I've, I've done it and hopefully never have to do it again. <laughs> he hopes. He hopes. Um... Okay, well, we're all zen and shit, so uh, no facepalm. So let's get on with what we've been playing. Terry, if you don't tell me you've been playing Fortnite, I will be shocked. So I've been playing Fortnite and hit T100, and then Season 3 came to an end. And then Season 4 started the day after. And you know how I was talking about the comets and all that sort of good stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, the comet finally crashed onto the map, and it's given people superpowers. Ah, there's, okay. there's like little crystals that have broken out of like little shard crystals that you pick up and you get like super high jumps for a short period of time, which changes the flow of the gameplay quite a bit, and it's quite nice. Mm, okay. It lasts for okay. about thirty seconds to a minute, so you can like kind of jump around and do all good shit. Um, that game is still fun. Okay. Uh, I continue to play it, and uh, yeah, it eats a lot of, of my gaming time. Other mm. than that, Darren, last night I started The God of War. Hmm, okay. Did you... Have you finished the others? I played the PSP ones. Really? Okay. And I played the first one. Okay. I don't think I played the other two. However, I believe that this is, is basically a reboot in the sense that none of that really matters. Because okay. it follows a different kind of... Because I think God of War was the Greek mythology. I'm going to say yes. I think it was Greek mythology. This follows Norse mythology okay. now. So it's different. It's nothing to do with the previous games. Um, bearing in mind, I say that, I'm only about three hours in. They've mentioned a couple people that I know of from Norse, Norse mythology. So um, okay. it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh the the action is feels pretty basic at the moment but feels really good at the same time if that makes any sense yeah. like the, the 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 hits hit hard and you know it looks visually really pleasing and mm. you've got an axe that basically acts like Thor's hammer right and you okay. can chuck the thing and then you press a button and it comes zooming back to your hand and it just it just feels really good um and you get like berserker rage and you can go around and basically knock the shit out of people with your fists because reasons mm, um okay i mean like i say i'm about two three hours into it and i've already had like three i've had one pretty major event go on mm. like fight go on and then like two like kind of 
smaller ones. Um, now, this game isn't as... The, the the initial reveal of it kind of led people to believe it was like this going to be this big, vast, open-world thing, kind of like Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Think of it more of a, from what I can tell, more of a Tomb Raider. Yes. Uh, so it's ish kind of open worldy in the sense that you can go back to places, you can do stuff, and the big spaces, but you are following a linear path. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean. So yeah, there, there's stuff like that, but there's a lot of like puzzly aspects. There's like chests that you can find stuff to upgrade a, a, a shit ton of stuff from armor to like little jewels that you can put on your weapons that look great, that sort of stuff as well. So it is highly customizable. Yeah. Is uh, is Kratos and uh, his son. But yeah, I'm enjoying it at the moment. I'm 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 looking forward to getting into it more. You'll be happy to know that there is a choice at the beginning where you can either favor um performance or graphics. Um okay. So with the PS4 Pro and your nice shiny 4K TV. Mm. You can choose between either or. To be fair, I went with the performance because I've only I'm a peasant. I only have a 1080p TV. Mm. Um, so graphics, it already looks gorgeous as it is. So I'd rather favour performance. But um, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm looking forward to getting into it more because I'm seeing people are finishing it in about what 25, 30 hours. So I'm I'm still very early in it, into it at the moment. Sure. And yeah. you've got like a shitload of collectibles and stuff like that, which we all like to collect um, indeed so yeah i it was one of those where i felt obviously i've been talking about fortnite for the past like four episodes now and i've got my multiplayer fixed there but i wanted like some just like rooted in single player and just focus on that um so um that is probably what i'm going to be doing over the bank holiday weekend once i finish reading my comic books fantastic darren so mm. what have you been playing so I, I came to the conclusion that I'm never going to have an empty pile. Okay. Because it's it's virtually impossible. As soon as I've finished whatever I'm playing, I'm going to put something else in the pile. So I'm never I'm never going to get down to zero. Mm. But what I decided to do was... Um, so Forza Horizon 3 was, was essentially my last game on the pile. Sure, yeah. When I was playing it to try and complete it, I wasn't enjoying it. Because it was a massive game, there were, there was no real focus, no real structure. It was just kind of do stuff. I remember you saying that and like kind of getting frustrated with the fact that there wasn't really an yeah. end to it. So the I, I don't know. I I like I was out running one day and I was like thinking, why am I trying to beat it? Is it just to get rid of the pile or? Did... So what I did was um, so I, I I don't know if you listened to the the Eurashames after ours. The, there was, I think it was with the Digis, they introduced Class 6. Right. Which is something that kind of is never going to go off the pile. It's just going to be a background game. Yeah, sure. Now, I've already got maybe 10 games like that anyway. So, you know, like your Mario Kart and stuff like that. They should never be classed on the pile, but they're always going to be sat there lingering in the background. Yeah. So I thought, right, well, if I just like Class 6 it, then it's it's the only driving game I've currently got. And it can just sit in the background and we can just play it. Oh, that's fair enough. And when I did that, I actually started enjoying it because I didn't feel that need to get through it. it I don't know, it's a weird mindset. I th- I feel like the way that you was discussing it kind of felt like uh, with Uncharted. You kind of burnt out on it and you were just kind mm. of going through 4 for the sake of going through it and didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Then came back to it later and just like 
really enjoyed the game, so maybe it's a similar kind of yeah, possibly. So I I got through the DLC. So I was um I think I think when we last recorded, I was doing the I was doing the Hot Wheels DLC. Yes, yes, you was. That was all right. I uh, I got that finished. Um, again, that had quite a clear goal, so that was that was easy to just push through and get through it. Uh, but you then pulled some of the cars with you through into the into the main game. Mm-hmm. So I thought, right, okay, let's go and try the Storm Island. And this was, uh, I really enjoyed this one. This was all about the rally stages. Right, okay. So basically it was, it was just very, very snowy. And every car was like uh, an 80s, 90s rally car, which uh, for me is when I was really into rallying. Like Colin McRae style. Well, even before that. So, I mean, my, my car of choice was like the, the Audi Quattro. Um, and it was just silly. Uh, every single corner was just sideways. And it was just like... This is so much fun, and <laughs> I, that is now my main car through in the game. I um, so yeah, so I did the two DLC, and I'm on about three million fans. Um, I, I know the the end, or I should say the credits roll when you get to 20, 25 million. Mm. But it's it's now good to just pick up and play, and maybe play for about an hour, and then just put it down because the driving itself is pretty good. Yeah. So I decide I was like, right, okay, so. Uh, Let's say I've now got rid of everything on the pile, apart from these class sixes. So I thought, you know what? It's now time to buy Zelda, the the expansion pack. All right, okay. So I bought that, and it does something interesting, and probably the most interesting aspect of this. It gives you something called Hero's Path. Mm. Now you go onto the map screen, and you press, I think it's Y or X, um, and it shows you the exact journey you've taken throughout your entire game and it'll store up to 200 hours right fucking hell but you can you can just hit replay on this and it'll show you coming out of the uh, uh, the I can't remember what it's called uh, the Resurrection Stone or wherever it's called that, that cave that yeah. you start in so you can actually watch yourself on the map. It kind of gives it da 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 and every time you die and <laughs> and you can just relive your entire thing that's so weird but awesome at the same time it is but what it does is so i was i was looking on certain sections of the map and i was like okay let's just have a look there and i was realizing there were entire areas i'd missed i'd just kind of walked past yeah yeah um so i thought right okay let's let's go and have a look in these areas and i found a little more shrines and all the rest of it i thought right okay well i've got i've got like uh, 63 side quests left to do so <laughs> so i started going and doing some of those and, and there was one of them which was um was it now i think it was go take pictures of three uh skeletons mm. uh, and throughout the map there are a number of skeletons some big like huge skeletons but this took me nearly a day just to go and find these places and throughout that i was exploring and i was taking things down and, uh, and it was really really good terry what yeah so i don't know i re- really enjoyed it i probably spent about another 20 hours in it right, and okay. i'd only done one of the new missions Bloody hell. Yeah, so... Um, but the, the missions themselves, are, cause it gives you six missions, but they all come with multiple parts, so it's just like... Um, and it does it in that Zelda way where it doesn't say, go to this area and kill this thing. Hmm. It will give you some cryptic message, and you've got to try and work it out. Okay, I get you. Um, but it does that, and, it, and each one of the stages has got maybe three or four stages and all the rest of it, so... Yeah, I'm only about one mission in, uh, but that that's that in itself has given me about five hours worth of play. Bloody hell. It's just been worth yeah. it then, just for that. 
Yeah, yeah, and I've just enjoyed playing Zelda again because um, that is a really solid game. There's just something about being able to climb up anything, uh, which I think is missing from a lot of games. Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of the open world games, it's like there's like a foot high wall, and it's just like, nope, you can't go up there. I'm like, but <laughs> where was Zelda? It's like, well, go for it. Yeah, I think that kind of felt like something that was encountered in like God of War. It's like it, you you you're in this certain section. It's like you've got to follow this certain path and go up this wall. But it's like, well, there's a cave system that's kind of sloping upwards, and it yeah. looks like you can walk up that. But oh yeah, no, there's yeah. a there's a plank of wood here that's stopping you from doing that, so you can't yeah, you can't yeah. go exploring up there. We don't want you to go looking over there. Go over here instead. It's very yeah. weird. Um, let's see, Terry, mm. I plugged in the VR. Okay. I was um, so in in my class six pile. Um, I've got tethered. Uh, remember that? Remember the game we played um, at Eurogamer. Yes. And um, we were like, wow, that's amazing. Yes, I do, yeah. I've sunk maybe about 10 hours into that. Wow. Um, all in VR and mm. using the move controllers because doing it that way is amazing. So basically this game is, if, if anybody remembers Populous 3, um, you probably won't, Terry. I nearly no. lost a job because of it. <laughs> um, I, I shit you not, I was playing this game to like 4 o'clock in the morning and then I had to be on shift for like 8 o'clock in the morning and just turn up with bloodshot eyes or turn up very late. Oh, jeez. I was going to uh, say, I had a feeling that you weren't joking, but yeah. No, no, no. I no. very close to losing a job. <laughs> um, but it, it was just very good. It, it's it's basically you are a godlike character and you win the level when you've got um, a load of worshippers. This kind of works the same. So you're doing stuff and you're telling people to do things and, and you, you kind of send enough people to farm and send enough people to do this and you get all the stuff together. Um, but there's quite a lot of depth in it as well. So as you as you gain spirit energy, you kind of expand in the map, and as you do that, you get different build points, mm. and on these different build points, you can put you can put a structure, and each one of the structures can be then upgraded another level, but it it's only got like a one hit use. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's quite interesting, and then you've got all the clouds. I don't know if you remember the clouds. You were able to drag them over things. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember playing that. Uh, yeah. Demo. Um, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, yeah, but with the move controllers now. When I previously tried to play it, I used the uh, just use the normal Dual Shock, mm-hmm. which was okay. But if you use the move controllers, it, it's very natural. Like point at the cloud, click, and then drag it onto somebody, and right. also kind of minority report ish. So you kind of you use the two move controllers to zoom in and zoom out, and move the map up and down, and spin it round. Right. Okay. Um, so once you're actually playing that, it's. It's just very natural to play like that. Because I think we played with controllers at Eurogamer, didn't we? Yeah, we played yeah. with that, um, which was okay. But playing with the move, uh, the move controllers is definitely the way to play it. But yeah, yeah, so I'm probably about 10 hours into that. I'm about six or seven levels in. Really enjoying that. And then the just the final one. Um, I... I had some I had some vouchers at Tesco Direct that okay. were about to expire, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm like I was looking around I'm like what the hell can I buy? Because um, <laughs> I mean there was only about ten worth of vouchers, but free money is free money. Yeah. So I thought you know what I'm going to take a punt on on Donkey Kong, because at the end of the day it's it's a first party title, and if I don't like it I can sell it I can make back that ten quid. Yeah, definitely. So I've I've got to the second boss. Okay. And I'm finding this rather difficult. 
I struggle with platformers. I struggle really hard with platformers. I don't know what it is, but my brain's just not wired for platformers. Mm, okay. And, and Terry, this is a platformer. Huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who'd have thought Donkey Kong was a platformer? Well, the thing is, that I, so, again, throughout the years, I've always been a, a Sega guy, and I, I totally missed the Nintendo side of things. Sure, yeah. So this is the first Donkey Kong game I've ever played. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, so I was like, okay, well, let's see what it's like and all the rest of it. And it's not bad. It, it's light and it's fluffy and it's um, and you jump on stuff and you, you you go through the level and you pick up the letters for Kong and you go through the level and you pick up jigsaw pieces and all kinds of things. Hmm. And it looks like as you go through, you're going to be able to pick up stuff, which means you can go back through the levels and get to different areas and that kind of stuff. Ah, uh, okay, I get you. Plus you play some monkey with a tie-on. Well, so I so I I use the funky mode because um, I thought right. Well, I struggle with platforms anyway. So let, let's if they've gone to the effort of actually putting in this this funky Kong, mm-hmm. the one that's like really easy and spikes don't harm him, and you get double jump and you start with five lives. I thought if they've actually gone through and put that in, that means that game has been quite hard in the first place. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So even using him, I was dying a lot. Right, you okay. know, I, I was just missing jumps, or I was doing something, and I guess one of my bugbears with it, um, and maybe this is just something that platformers do, and it's just not something I'm aware of. If you go through a screen and you you use whatever, and you you jump on things and you kill things, and it's just like, right, okay, I've I've managed to kill everything off. I'll move on to the next section. Mm. If you then come back, everything's respawned. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine, but when you've gone through time and effort to actually get rid of these things, I mean, you, don't, you don't get any XP or anything for killing them. You're just getting rid of them because they're an annoyance or they're just in the way. That's something to kill. Kill it. What do I get yeah. from it? Nothing. You just get to move forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then if for whatever reason you, you have to jump back on that side of the screen and everything's then respawned again, it's just like, um... <laughs> so so it's, it's a bit of a... It sounds like it's bit of a love-hate thing at the moment yeah so uh, as i said i got to the i got to the second boss and i was just like i, I just can't work out the pattern i can't work out what i need to do to kill it mm. and there are a load of sections that are unopened and all the rest of it so i i mean i rage quit like twice yesterday um and then i went back and like all right okay i've sussed it now yeah okay we'll do this and it's it's more about muscle memory than anything else right yeah, he's just kind of jump through this, do this, do this, do this. Right, okay, I know exactly what I need to do. And some of these things you've got to go through them a number of times, otherwise you, you aren't going to learn that, ah, well, this section of the floor falls out and then you've got to jump up there and then you've got to grab that and you da-da-da-da-da. Sure, yeah. Um, so I think it's one of those things that if you would speed run it, 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 it'd be one of those interesting things to watch when somebody's mastered the entire thing. It could be outstanding to watch somebody just absolutely fly through one of these levels. Yeah. But currently, I'm I'm the guy bouncing off every single thing and taking about twenty attempts to jump up something and and then getting killed by something and just like. <sighs> <laughs> the good thing is, at least it's, they're not like timed levels. Yeah, yeah. So you you can afford the time to do it, but because this is it's tropical freeze, isn't it? This one. It is, yeah. Yeah. So this is the the kind of re-release of the one that was on the Wii U. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, so you'll probably see that someone's, like, on YouTube, that someone's, like, finished it in, like, fucking 20 minutes or something like that. Oh, yeah, I can, I can imagine. And and to be fair, once you, once you work out a level, 
it is quite nice going through it and giving it all right jump 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 duh, 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 duh. look at that i got through that in in no time at all yeah um but i don't know um I, i've always struggled with platforms and it'd be nice if i could actually master one if you know what i mean mm, i get you so but at least you're trying that's the main thing yeah and and again once i'm bored with it um there's just something about Nintendo games where they retain the value. So yeah, you'll recoup your money. Oh yeah, well I'll flog it on eBay for probably more than it is in the shops and yeah. buy it. <laughs> Gotta love eBay. Yeah. Anyway, we've discussed quite a lot what we've been playing. Let's discuss what we've watched. Checkpoint. Terry. Mm. You've been watching Marvel things. I've been watching Marvel things, Darren. So, first off, I watched Thor Ragnarok. Okay, good film. I enjoyed that. Oh, that film is so good. Um, it was one of those where I'd, I'd heard it was funny. Um, oh, is this your first time seeing it? This is for my first time seeing it. Ah, okay. So it was one of those where I'd heard it was funny. Mm. And then watching it, it just... You just need to watch it. It's yeah, it, yeah. it's funny, but you can't really explain why. But then you watch it; and it's just like this is this is fantastic. Jeff Goldblum is just riffing, and he's just being Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And somehow yeah. they've managed to turn that into a character in the Marvel universe. Um, yeah. Just everything about it just it's just a really good film. It, I mean, it was about two hours, and it, it flew in no time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that it's is it. Is the guy's name? Is it Taika Waititi? I think the guy that directed it is okay. one of the actors in What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, really? I think I I don't think he directed it, but he's one of the vampires in What We Do in the Shadows. Hmm. Fun fact and a bit of a side note: they're actually turning that into a TV series. I would happily watch that. Yeah. That was fun. Um, I don't know if it's got the same people in it, but I I believe they're doing a TV series of it. Um, but yeah, uh, Taika Waititi is, is one of the uh, is the guy that directed the uh, Ragnarok. He's also the guy that plays Cog, the rock dude. All oh, right, okay. Who is probably my favorite Marvel character like ever? Mm. <laughs> He's really good. But uh, yeah, Thor Ragnarok is so good, so so good. Mm. And then I moved on to Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, again, like in... I I didn't mind this at all. No, I thought this was a pretty good Spider Man film. Yeah, uh, I feel that this was better than the Amazing Spider-Mans. Even though I did enjoy them for what they were, I think this gets more of the essence of the Spider-Man. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. I I can believe that Tom Holland is a high school kid, whereas yeah. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire look like they were like in the mid to you know mid twenties, like trying to pretend they were. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it I know Tom Holland is is obviously a bit older than uh you know high school age, but he he comes across as more believable and the yeah. way that he plays Peter is is way better, but um yeah, and man, Michael Keaton in this film. God bless Michael Keaton. Yeah, very He's much. He's such a good character. And they actually they they actually give the villain like somewhat of a, a plausible reason as to why he kind of turned the way he did. Yeah. Uh, even in like the first five minutes, it, it just kind of, okay, this is why he's like, he is done. Yeah. yeah. And now we're just going to fast forward to eight years later and things are just going to start happening. But um, yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, now, Darren, this was all in, in an effort to catch up on the Marvel stuff mm. uh, before Avengers Infinity War. 
Okay. Now, my millennial uh, self last episode was going on about the fact that he, he seemed to be more excited about Deadpool 2 than he did Avengers. Mm-hmm. I rescind that um, because this film is amazing. I've seen it twice. This film is something. It, it This film feels like an event that we've not seen and we may not see, f- well, until next year's uh, Avengers. But uh, the first time you've seen so many like massive actors yeah. being in, in one film, I, I think... Did someone say it's like 42? No, 42, 46, I think it was. Yeah. Um, main kind of like actors and, and main comic book characters uh, all in one film. And it feels big. Mm. It feels like a big film. Um, obviously, I'm not going to talk spoilers. You've not seen it. And, you know, I, I don't want to be spoiling it for anyone else. But mm-hmm. it's one of those. I, I read something before I went to see it that said, once you sit down, don't go to the toilet, don't go do you know, don't get out of your seat sort of thing. Yeah. After seeing it, I understand why. Because the, the whole film feels like it's a third act. Right, okay. It, it it takes about two minutes to get into and then it's just non-stop for two and a half hours. Mm, okay. Uh, it, it, it feels like a two and a half hour film, but it feels like you sat there for maybe an hour, hour and a half. It just it just flies so quickly because there's always something going on. Yeah. Uh, any interactions that anyone has feels like there's a reason for it, if you know what I mean. There's no, like... A lot of films kind of have, like, downtime where they can kind of let breathe that sort of thing. This just doesn't feel like it has that. Cool. Um, In the best way possible. So, um, and yeah, it, it's just making me really look forward to, to what they've got coming next. Um because this is the end of phase three, isn't it? Um, yeah, you've got a couple more films. So you've got Ant Man and the Wasp. I thought they were phase four. But anyway, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's this one or I don't know if that ends with next year's Avengers. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, th- this is either the closing of or close to the closing of uh, phase three. Um, yeah. Sure. But yeah, it, I'd fallen, I'd kind of fallen off Marvel stuff for a while. Mm. Uh, hence the reason I didn't see Thor, Spider Man, or Black Panther. It was one of those where it was like just kind of getting a bit. They're kind of drawing it out a bit too much now. I'm kind of getting a bit tied on the formula. But sure, yeah. This just kind of like, oh no, we've changed. Nah, this is not like this at all. And they kind of just suck me back in again, um, <laughs> and, and just yeah, it's 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 so good. Um, I would encourage you to go see it in the cinema if you are going to see it. Okay. Th- that film deserves a big screen, some big screen lovings. Um, but yeah, Avengers Infinity War, I've seen it twice and I, I, I am planning to go see it again. Oh, fantastic. Um, but yeah, Marvel. What about you, Darren? What have you been watching? Let's see. Um, no films. Um, okay. I've been video gaming. However, I have now finished uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3. Okay, sure. That Season 3 has really knocked it out of the park. Um, I, I really enjoyed Season 1 and 2. Season 3, I, I, I don't know, it's almost like everybody just found the feet. Um, and this it, it is just really, really good. Um, you would absolutely love it. it, it right. It's it's all about blood packs. Okay. Um, it, it's minimal on the CG, and it, mm. it's all about the... Um, ripping arms off ripping legs off blood everywhere all that kind of stuff (laughs) it's just and 
I, I think I've said this before that Ash still lives thirty years in the past. If you know what I mean, if you know what I mean, it's, like in uh, his mindset sort of thing. Yeah, very yeah. much so. He's uh, it, yeah, he's, he's not modernized, should we say? Um, but yeah, just some of the, the the corny one-liners and everything. It's just a very very good TV series. Um, in fact, if you if you've got Virgin, um, all three seasons because uh, it's a Virgin exclusive in the UK. Ah, uh, get you. Um, all three seasons are there to watch. Oh. Streaming online now. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I, I, I suggest yeah. watching okay. the twenty-minute episodes, and I think you would absolutely love it. Hmm. Okay. After the, the, didn't I hear that they cancelled this? I don't think so. Well, as I said, I've just finished watching season three, and it left in an, it left um, in a way that it could be continued. Okay. Um, I'm not sure that it's been cancelled. Um, I'd, I'd be annoyed if it is because it's very good. Uh, yeah, they've they've cancelled it. Oh. Anyway, enjoy so, season three while it lasts. Enjoy the enjoy the three season run. Uh, maybe it was one of those, you know, like you said, they 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 kind of got on the feet and kind of found the footing with the characters. Maybe it took a bit too long for. I can't remember what network it is in America. Uh, stars. Um, yeah, but you'd think that maybe someone else will pick it up. Um, I would hope so. Because um, he's 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 just very charismatic. He's, he's an enjoyable character to watch, mm-hmm. and and just kind of where they're going with it with the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon. and they they kind of continuing the story from um, Army of Darkness. Right. Okay. Um, so I don't know. It's enjoyable. Um, mm. So I'd suggest watching that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we've picked up the um, the Lost in Space series on the Netflix. Okay. How was how was uh, it? It's okay. It's um, best way I can describe it is think The Martian, mm-hmm. made by Disney uh-huh. with a family. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is probably the best way to describe it. The, the, they're on a planet for reasons, and for reasons there is a problem a week which they need to deal with. Right. Okay. And they're doing it using stuff available to them. Um. Is the best, yeah. It, it, it's, I don't, the and the reason I say it's kind of got a Disney spin is because the main characters, I guess. So you've you've got the parents, the 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 Robinsons, mm-hmm. but then you've got the three kids, and the eldest is like eighteen, and it, it, it's all talking about bonding and feelings and stuff like that, and it's all very kid focused, if you know what I mean. Sure, I get you. So uh, a lot of the main stories is is. Yeah, it's focused on how the kids are feeling about certain stuff, and is one of them vlogging? Um, they would be if they had something to vlog to, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely that mindset. I I just remember that in the film, there's like the angsty teenage girl, Mm. and she's vlogging a life away. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was. Um, so I didn't know if they did, if they carried that over. No, no, no. Uh, so it's a little bit more grounded, um, but it's all right. It's all right. Um, you, you've got the for reasons there are other people on this planet, and for reasons they're making contact with them. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm trying to be spoiler free, but it's sure. it's okay. I mean, each episode is about an hour long, and there's enough going on, um, but. There's just one or two things that are happening in it, and they're just 
totally ignored um, and just kind of... So, let's try to be spoiler-free here. There are certain things... So, for example, in one of the episodes, it was just like, all right, we need to get something done by so-and-so time. Um, otherwise, everything's going to hit minus 60. We're all going to die. Right, okay. So, it's like, okay, so that that's the reason we're doing this and that's the reason we're trying to speed up. And then stuff happens and then it becomes nighttime and they're all out in this freezing conditions and nobody gets cold. <laughs> it's just like, um, <laughs> wasn't that a plot point like 20 minutes ago? Pointless. Yeah. And, and there was another thing. I mean, the, for reasons, there was a person in a, in a, um, like a weather balloon. Um, and they went up like very high into the atmosphere. Hmm. And then you see a scene where it's like, oh shit, stuff's going to happen. Oh, how the hell are they going to get back from there? And then the next scene, they're just driving in the car. And it's just like, um... <laughs> there are other things which would have made an entire, an entire episode out of getting back from that weather balloon. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no, it's fine. No, no we made it. Oh, yeah, wow. so that, that's why I think it's very Disney, if, if you know what I mean. There's, there's no... It starts with drama, but then they don't do drama. I, I don't know, it's hard to explain. They set up drama just for you to be like, and everybody's happy and alive, and yeah, yeah. there's no drama anymore. Yeah. Do, do you, is this targeted towards like a teen audience with it being focused on the kids, or I would say so, yeah, because that, mm. that that's the main focus. The parents are just there to be parents. Um, right. Yeah, okay. I mean, there is there is like a subplot going on with those two, and there's also like the the Doctor Smith, and there's the. Um, Joey Tribbiani type character as well. Okay, yeah. Um, so they're kind of there, but it is mostly focused on the kids. Mm. So it, it's kind of like um, it's got very much a feel of uh, the the old Jumanji, you know, the Robin Williams Jumanji. Okay, yeah. Um, kind of that. It it's got that feeling to it, and that's that's what I mean. It's all happy and kiddie, and and, and even though Disney have got nothing to do with it, it feels very Disney. Sure, yeah. It feels a bit too clean. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say give it a go. I mean, it is probably about 10 hours to get through. Um, unfortunately, some dickhead spoiled it for me. So I, I as we know, I, I don't tend to use the social medias. No. Um, one morning I was, I don't know why, I, I think I was waiting for Christina to wake up. and I thought, Oh, I'll just have a look on Facebook, see see what's going on in the world. And I was flicking through and I got into the um, um, the Scottcast group and I was flicking through. And uh, there was a single line post from a guy who I have no idea who it was. It's like, oh, just finished watching Lost in Space. I can't believe after all the tension they use dot, dot, dot. And um, <laughs> the thing that he puts, it's just like, well, in, in the Red Dwarf universe, I know exactly what that device does. So what a dick. I, I now know how they're going to get out of it all. It makes the whole thing pointless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, it's a, it's a decent enough journey, but... I'm quite annoyed that I know, or, or should I say, I've got a very good idea of how it ends. Which is a pity. It, it's kind of anticlimactic because you you know what's coming. Yeah. So it's, it, for me, it'd be one of those like, why bother watching it if I know what's, yeah. if I know how it ends. So that's it. That's what we've been watching, Terry. Yeah. Tell me, Terry. Shawshank Redemption. It's all right. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I I didn't mind it. It's it's a pretty good film, is this one? Um, it's no Fast and the Furious. <laughs> um, no, it, it was it was a really I good film. I could see Trev booking his plane, 
plane tickets right now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Leeds Bradford before the end of the day. Shit. <laughs> Lock the doors. Um, yeah, no, it, it was a really good film. Um, I wasn't. I understand a lot of. I, I think it's been riffed on by everything as Shawshank. Yes, yes, um, very much. So kind of, you know, like the Morgan Freeman kind of um, narration and stuff like that. Yeah. It was a really good film. However, the the main thing of like, oh, he supposedly killed his wife and her lover. Mm. And it's like, oh, but I didn't kill her. And it's like, they never explore that. It's just, he's sent to prison. He, we only, even though we see like the flashbacks to when it supposedly happened, we don't actually see the death. Sure. So th- okay. this whole reason that he's been sent to prison never gets cleared up and then at the end of the film he just escapes and then goes to where he promised that he was gonna go into the middle of fucking nowhere mm. and just lives a, ha- a life of happiness and it's like but we didn't resolve the main thing i guess again it's not that that's not maybe an important thing the important thing is we need to get him into prison how do we do that we'll just yeah. accuse him of murder and get him in there yeah and yeah uh, y- Again, I think this is more about the the experience of being in prison and yeah, <clears throat> and in short, well, it, it it's referencing a lot of things of he's going to Shawshank his way out. Yeah, I did think that that was amazing. The fact that it was like, uh, just bought, got that little hammer thing, and he's just like chiseling his way out. Yeah. He buys the poster and he's just chilling, chiseling his way out. Now, again, because I'd seen it being riffed on in the past, I knew yeah. that that was going to happen. Um, but everything else, like the lead up to it, I mean, just like him basically being made into someone's bitch, yeah, uh, and getting like raped constantly. To him trying to him trying to just make the prison better, yeah, um, from some tyrannical like prison warden dude that's hyper religious and uh is just evil he's just a horrible person yeah and then he's yeah um but yeah i mean it's just like the evolution like i didn't when i heard about shawshank i didn't realize how much time elapses in in the prison yeah sure so it goes through like was it 20 years uh i can't remember exactly 20, but it's a while yeah about 20 30 years or so that the time passes and then obviously people get released and like the old dude with the crow and mm. he can't handle life outside and just fucking hangs himself. Yeah. You know, j- just that sort of stuff. And then like when Morgan Freeman gets released and he's considering, you know, committing a crime just so he can go back to prison, just like yeah, yeah. kind of speaking on the fact that it's not really helped rehabilitate anyone. It's just punishing them for obviously crimes they've committed but it's not really helping them become a, a decent member of society. It's just leaving sure, them there yeah. to kind of... And, and whether that speaks to nowadays and whether the prison system's got better. I can't really speak about that, but, you know, when this was set in the 40s, 50s, 60s era, you know, it's... Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was... Was it about two and a half hours? It was fairly lengthy, Yeah, yeah. Um, when not a lot of stuff happens, but it's all about the character interaction and, yeah, and what's yeah. going on there. But uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. I thought it was uh, a pretty good one. Um, 
now I'm going to be con. No, I'm not even going to be controversial. No, millennial Terry, shut up. Um, I thought it was good. I, I, it's, it's. I'm seeing that it's getting a lot of like, this is the greatest film ever. Oh, I wouldn't say that, bro. I, I, I mean, I only watched it for the first time a couple of years back, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, it was, um, it's a bit of a roller coaster. It was very strong character building, and uh, it wasn't so much about the feels. It was just you enjoyed that journey. Yeah. Um, it it kind of felt like validation when he'd escaped, but I mean, mm. throughout he kind of, I couldn't. Like Andy Dufresne as a character, just he wasn't. I was going to say he's not likable. I mm. found it difficult to like him for some reason. Okay. I, I don't know whether you're supposed to feel like super sympathetic to him. I don't know whether it was the way that he was played as that character, but just like with an air of arrogance constantly, and not kind of in like a like a roguish way. It's just like a he's just been a bit of a dick. Yeah, sure. But maybe I read the character wrong. I I'm, I don't know. But uh, but like I say, it, it, I know that it gets like a lot of like like top ten like films that you absolutely have to see sort of thing, and mm. you know, like top ten films of all time. But it was a really good film, and I I did enjoy it. That's what I'm gonna say about it. It, it was good. Um, I don't know if it's one of those that I could sit down and watch. No, no, no. It, yeah, it, but I've seen it, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. Well, your next film is something that both Trev and I have had on the list, and this one's been in the in the bag for a while. Okay. You are going to watch Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Easy okay. Rider. Okay. Yep. You like bikes, don't you, Terry? I do like bikes. Okay. Then yeah. you should like this film. Okay, cool. And that was that. Um, okay. So that's what we've watched. Terry, let's discuss what we've read. Terry, have you been yeah. reading anything? No. Um, okay. It's getting, it, again, I've discussed it before. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts at the moment. Um, mm. I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel I'm in the mood to be reading books or anything like that. To be fair, after your last recommendation, I didn't pick it up. Um, the, the um, Greg Miller, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I probably get through about five, six podcasts a week, and normally some of those bubble into the next week. Yeah. Um, so uh, picking up a daily podcast of about an hour long is just a no-no. Yeah. Um, I, 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 no, so I didn't bother with that. <laughs> but yeah, so I've I been listening to a lot of podcasts as well, but I have listened to a an audiobook, or I'm halfway through an audiobook. Uh, okay. One that I'm struggling a little bit with, to be honest. Uh, now, th- we had a conversation on something, it was some social media, um, where we were on about uh, Will Wheaton as a narrator. Yes. Um, so he's he's narrated a book called Lockin, uh, one that Jace has just finished, and he says, it's okay. So I thought, oh. ah, you know what, I'll give it a go. And you know what, it's okay. This is the John Scalzi novel. Yeah, so yeah. the lock. It, uh, long story short, there's the there was a disease, and disease um, kept people, uh, should we say, locked in their bodies. Um, so even though they're there, the mind and body, uh, the mind's work and the body's not. Mm-hmm. So for reasons there are, um, you could 
control, should we say, like a robot. Um, sure. But it's a very humanoid-type robot. Um, so even though you can mentally control that and get on with your life, but your body's actually laid there right, on a bed getting sores and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, your lead character, he's a detective. And uh. there's just stuff going on. Um, I don't know. Um, there's just I... something about it. It's, it's okay. Um, but it, it's not something I'm... You know, like when we went through like the Dresden or, or like Ready Player One or something like that. Mm-hmm. First time you were just so engrossed in it, you were finding reasons to have the headphones on around the house yep. and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's kind of you put it on for an hour and it's just like meh, stuff's moving on. I've tried starting this book twice. Oh right, okay. Uh, I just can't get into it. Yeah. I, and and it, the thing is, though, is that Will Wheaton is a good narrator, mm. but it's it's the it's the stuff he's been given to read that's just not yeah. just not engrossing me at all. And I think it suffers very heavily from the he said she said. Yes. Um, which is, I mean, it seems to get better as it goes through. But I mean, th- there was one section. It's like, yes, he said. And no, he said, and then so and so said, and I'm just like, it's mm, yeah. <laughs> breaking it. <laughs> that again, that that's why I like the way that if it's read from like a first person, yeah, yeah, perspective, and someone's telling you the story rather than the story being told to you, mm. if that makes any sense, it's mm. it, it just to me just reads a lot clearer, a lot better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I said, I've I've tried starting this twice, got about an hour in, and just thought I'm just not feeling this. Yeah. So I'm about. About six hours in, and it's only quite a short book. It's only about ten hours. Mm. But when, once we finish recording, I'm going to go out for a run, so I'll, I'll bang the headphones on and just see if I can get through more. But I, I, I would even struggle to tell you what happened in the last half hour I listened sure. to, because uh, <laughs> it was just kind of one of those things on in the background. It's a thing. Stuff happened. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Cool. Okay. It's time, Terry. Mm. It's time for the reading corner. Superman Earth One, Volume One. Um, I enjoyed this. I I preferred this origin story. Yes. I guess there was one bugbear throughout. Um, okay. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I I thought this was a better Clark Kent. Um, the, the fact that at the beginning he was just like, listen, I can do everything. I'm, I I you want me to play football? I'll play football. Let me run ring around these people. Yeah. Um, you want me to be a scientist? There we go. Give give the people that. And I thought that was interesting. My bugbear, though, was... So, I can't remember the, 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 the guy's name that came to Earth to find um, Clark. Uh, th- 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 there was a th. That's I'm the sh- one. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, the whole reason behind it was uh, every time that their planet and Krypton got close, they had mm. a fight. Like every 20 years or something like yeah. that. So, okay, he did, he did that to, to keep the numbers down, to keep the technology down and all the rest of it. And then for reasons, they got something that was bigger and better and destroyed Krypton. Yeah. But then they decided that they had to go and track down every single Krypton for, for reasons? So I think the way that they described it is that they were given the technology to basically drill into, like, Krypton's car. That's right, yeah. Uh, and that would create, like, a... a 
the the carter below uh, but they was instructed to kill every last krypton kryptonian okay and they learned after a while that one had escaped and that's why they went on the hunt to find him yeah but when they say go on the hunt that was stopping at every planet on the way and blowing it up unless they handed over the krypton yeah pretty much and it's just like "Mm, a bit extreme uh, also, the the fact that who gave them the technology to do it? Yeah, yeah, that that just kind of la la la. That, but it's one of those where it's like this, because I think there's two more volumes. Uh, there is, yeah, there's three volumes. Uh, so it's one of those where I'm guessing it was Zod. Okay. Maybe. Okay. With him being kind of like the bad, the 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 bad dude from the Superman. Yeah. I'm assuming it, it's him, but. I mean, I like the fact that it took us nearly halfway, three quarters of the way through before we even got Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the way that they built it up, like you say, he's he's great at everything. Yeah. Um, but it has that like Papa Kent doesn't want him to show his powers unless it's absolutely necessary, and all this, that, and the other, and and he kind of has this internal struggle throughout the majority of the book. Like, should I do this? Should I not? And then obviously, when the aliens come down to Earth. It's like no, I need to do this. Like kick into high gear. And yeah, yeah. Even the interaction between him, Lewis, and Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, the fact that they're like out on the streets, like taking photos of him, but actually like help him at point. At a yeah, point. yeah. And then obviously when he goes to the Daily Planet, and like Lewis Lane is pretty much onto him straight away. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I just like the interactions between the characters. I, I like the the. I never really liked in Man of Steel the whole hide your power sort of thing, mm. and then just Kevin Costner just dies because he won't let his son show yeah, his yeah. power. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Uh, but it, it played off a lot better in this comic book. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a Superman comic that was not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I powered through it in in one setting, Mm-mm. and I was like, oh, you know what? That that was good. I like yeah. that. It, it was not bad at all. But Darren. Hmm. The next one. We're going to go for a bit of a lighter feel. Okay. So the next one we are going to read is Spider-Man Deadpool. Um, okay. I can see that being fun. Um, the, the the teaming up to do things and stuff. Okay. Now, these characters play off each other pretty well in comic, other comic books I've read, so hopefully this will be pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, the next one is Spider-Man Deadpool Volume 1. Isn't it bromantic? <laughs> okay. And that is going to be the next reading corner. Okay, well, that's it for this episode. If you want to drop us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh, find us on Twitter at checkpointdone. Facebook, um, search for checkpointdone. Website, checkpointdone.com and youtube uh go and have a look there if we still got any videos left we got another copyright claim we did we did i was like and it's yeah like on a video that we released like a year ago it's like seriously again yeah yeah it, it's almost well i i don't know i mean we, we we're never monetizing them anyway it's just like no. uh i don't know it's just annoying it's it's one of those where it's like uh i don't know it, it's so bizarre I, it makes me wonder if it had been like um a let's play style with like talking over it that this wouldn't be an issue mm, maybe i i don't know i i don't understand how some people can get away with like just using like raw footage and yeah they're fine because there's adverts at the front but us it's like oh no copyright claim because uses like a 10 second snippet of a song yeah bizarre awesome. bizarre 
And then personal Twitters, I'm at D5120 and Terry's at Foxhounder01. Yes. So until the next show, goodbye. Bye.